Right, get the door. Okay, I'm actually recording this from inside the building where we live. Next to the squeaky door, old squeaky door. And just going for a walk out and about. Ah, oh, relax. Okay, so hello everyone. Slightly different podcast today. For a few, for a few reasons. So I bicycle just on a path, almost ran into me there. Slightly odd, but he did apologise, so that's all fine. Um, yes, I'm just going for a walk out and about because it's a lovely sunny evening. It's now half past nine at night. I love this time of year. I love the fact that in July and June, you can just come for a wander and. It's still daylight in the Northern Hemisphere. Because <laughs> see what I did there. It must be very annoying for Australians, New Zealanders, South Africans, South Americans, Africans generally, in the Southern Hemisphere, that part anyway, who get annoyed hearing people like me talking about June, July being summer, Christmas being snowy, as if it ever is. And of course, I know it's a Northern Hemisphere point of view. But the point is, in summer, it's lovely to go for a walk. Why can't I just say things in a normal way? Anyway, so a different podcast. Firstly, because I want to tell you about something quite exciting happening at Deliciously Guilt Free, my company. And secondly, because I want to just share with you a bit of reality of where I am and how life is going for me right now, because I think that's important. So I'm just walking around the university grounds where I live. And we have to move out of here very soon. And so we're looking for accommodation. We have actually put an offer in to a place to rent. I know it's crazy in this city, renting hard enough, let alone buying somewhere. And that's been quite stressful because, you know, it's been two weeks. We've not heard anything still. I'm looking at other houses because I'm not putting all my eggs in one basket. But it's hard to confirm somewhere where the place we really want to live we're waiting to hear on so hopefully by the time this goes out you'll know well I'll know where I'm living but just imagine I'm sure you can already empathize with me the stress that's putting on me because you know if it was just me I could live with that um you know I've got friends I've got family I'd land on my feet somehow but you know it's four of us now and especially having two young children that just adds that level of pressure, which um, makes it pretty miserable. Moving itself is a big deal, right? So the stress of moving house, moving all your furniture out of your home is quite hard. But knowing where you're going to live surely takes some of that pressure off. And uh, I don't have that at the moment, so I'm pretty stressed out. So that's meant I've been not sleeping very well waking up in the night, quite panicky, um, thinking what's going to happen. And, uh, yeah, that's not great. But anyway, I said to tell you some good news too. So, um, actually, I'll I'll talk about the bad news first. Not bad, but the challenges in life first. And then I can talk about some happier things afterwards. I was going to sit on this beautiful bench uh, next to a spectacular pond and just watch the flies as they whiz over the water maybe see a fish come up and try and 
gobble one up. So yeah, so that's been stressful for me. And um, since we found out in May, late May, early June, that we couldn't stay where we are, we started looking for houses and uh, the prices are just unbelievable. We actually went to three different houses and um, put offers in. We then uh, even outbid everyone else on one of them by increasing the rent by £100 a month. And we were told they didn't want us because we have children. So that's been a bit of a kick. Um, And then even when you can afford a place, it's... Well, I say when you can afford it, it's really expensive here. But if you can afford something, it's quite generally quite small. Which meant we then started looking outside of Cambridge. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty in our lives because we don't really know what Bespa's job's going to be soon. She finishes her PhD about now. She's just writing it up. That's why I have to move from the university accommodation. She'll become a consultant in February, which is great, uh, in the NHS, uh, an oncologist. But we don't know where she's going to be working. We don't know where the jobs are. You know, for instance, will she be in research? And if she is, would that be in London or Oxford or Edinburgh or San Diego, for all I know? There's so many different things that could happen. And that's a bit unsettling. The next thing is my little lad has this week been down with, uh, is it hand, foot and mouth? Uh, I think you call it. Maybe it's foot, hand and mouth, mouth, hand, foot. Whichever combination is the correct one, that one. And uh, that's pretty draining. So two weeks ago, we had COVID. Um, second time round. We had it in January, in February, early February. And this is our second go. And the second go wasn't as bad, actually. But we decided to pretty much lock down just to keep people safe at work. And, you know, anyone who might be vulnerable, etc. We just thought it's the right thing to do. Uh, but this hand, foot and mouth has been far worse uh, in terms of his sleep and how miserable he is, poor thing, how itchy he's been, and that's been tough as well. So basically my sleep has been completely messed up and that's been a hard thing. And that's meant that the the last two, three weeks I've just been rubbish again and really craving bread, carbs. I went to a show in London that wasn't great for sales and so I was trying samples and that kind of knocked me off track. And I just thought, you know what, I'm going to be honest about this because... You know, I haven't got keto right and low-carb right all the time. There's been times in my life where I've been consistent for a long, long time, and it's been really good for me. But I, th- I just feel like this stress and strain and lack of sleep has just really been getting me down. And um, So anyway, that's why I'm going for this walk now. Yes, I'm talking with you right now. It's just the two of us together on this bench having a lovely little intimate conversation. I do appreciate you're not saying much. That's okay. I can do the talking. I don't mind. But I thought, you know what, let's go out and get some air, smell the flowers, take in a bit of summer, and then go home and get some sleep. And tomorrow, just, you know, fingers crossed, things work out. They will do. I'm sure they will. So that's been hard for me. And so that's why I thought I'd do this episode in a very real sense. Because UK Low Carb was never supposed to be that kind of show where you get a panel of experts come on and they just share the latest research. That's interesting, and I do like that. But I always felt like we need to get to the real, and it's really important that we are able to be honest and just talk about what's going on in our lives and to to realise that being a human being is not a science project. Yes, we are hormones. Yes, we are physics to some extent. We're biology. 
but we're also psychology, we're also spiritual. You know, we face things that make choices more difficult or easy. And that's just life, that's how it works. So I wanted to share that with you and to let you know the way that I'm getting through that is these walks, really important for me, to stretch my legs, to be able to just take in nature. And secondly, it's from filling up with good proteins. So, yeah, I'm not going to McDonald's. I've done that a couple of times recently. It's just rubbish food. I feel bad when I eat it, morally, ethically, but more importantly, I just don't feel great physically. So I'm just avoiding that completely, and I'm filling up on a lot of eggs, which has been helpful. Um, Some chicken I had tonight with a bit of spices on it. I then sort of take out the chicken, put a little bit of cream in the bottom of the the baking tray, which has been roasting in, and then pour that on top. That's been lovely, actually. Really tasty meal that was this evening. So that's my way through it. And then, yeah, I kind of hope in a way that my strategies will soon not be as needed when I have a bit of certainty, a bit of sleep, a bit of certainty about where I'm living would be great. Um, and hopefully that will sort things out. In fact, this week has been our Wolfpack week and I've been all over the place because, you know, as Sarah said, um, Cosway, who's on, in our group, she said, well, fasting is a stress on your body. So I did about 30 hours and I just felt awful by the end and I just decided to eat and it picked me up really quickly. And she said, well, you're under a lot of stress already. So it's probably not the best time to be adding another layer of stress completely agree and I was like yep 30 hours is still pretty damn good um but really if I'm not feeling it I'm not feeling it as I've always said listen to your body so 30 hours were done and that was it okay now I'm just rounding up on the main path there's a pond at the end of this um runway we call it because it's like a massive great runway where everyone cycles and walks along and this pond is huge and they have these fish coming up, and everyone goes to the pond, and they feed them bread. And I always tell my kids, no, we're not feeding the fish bread. It's really bad for them. Ducks don't need bread, especially in the summer. Come on. You know, these guys have got loads of little bugs and grubs and roots to nibble at. There's plenty of food there. Because, you know, how mean is that to try and get animals eating our crappy processed bread? And then, what, when we don't go and feed them, they start starving. Brilliant. So yeah, so that's a beautiful place. And so these fish come to the surface and they're so tame because they're used to being fed. So I'm going there now for a wander. And while I do, let me tell you about something else which is um, interesting. Uh, well, it's the good news part, actually. I'm doing something quite special. I'm recording this today on Thursday. You'll be listening on Friday onwards. Uh, this is the 7th of July. And today is World Chocolate Day. So what I'm doing to celebrate is to give away a year's supply of chocolate to one lucky person in the world. All you have to do to enter is go to DGF, so deliciously guilt-free, DGFoffer.com. So it's one word, DGFoffer.com. If you go on to DGFoffer.com, you can then see there's a landing page where effectively you get asked your name and email address. You've got the details about the giveaway, but I'll tell you that now, so... Just relax. Don't don't look at it on your phone yet. Just chill. It's okay. I'm going to tell you I've got this. So you go on there. The rules and everything are there too. 
but effectively enter your name and email address. That gives you an entry into the competition. Now, you, you might be on my email list already for DGF, and if you are, you're automatically entered in already, so don't worry about it. But if you haven't, and you're listening somewhere around the world, you can enter this competition. It's for everyone. I'll post the chocolate out abroad, so that's not a problem either. And I'll email you my daily email as well. Tell you a little bit about DGF, do a bit of educational stuff, a bit of entertainment. If you want this in written form, that's where you check it out. And if you're the successful winner, on the 15th of July, when I do the random uh, pick to work out who the winner is, then you can win a year's supply of chocolate. Now, what is a year's supply of chocolate? Is it a few little mini bars? Is that what you're saying? No. Just, just wait a minute, I'll explain. A year's supply of chocolate is 48 bars, 100 gram bars, that is. So that's for a calendar month um, times 12. And what I'll do is I'll ask the person who's the winner, which could be a good self, what flavours would you like to have that month, that quarter? And then I'll send out those flavours to you as a three-month batch. So 12 bars will go out to you. Then the next quarter, I'll just say, which flavours would you like this time? Send them out to you. So that's how it's going to work. So it should hopefully be a really good way for people to... um, get the flavours they're interested in trying, new flavours that come along in the years, uh, you know, because it'll be, let's say the years, it's only one year, calm down, Um, but it'll be, you know, from August until July next year, 2023. So you can try new flavours as they come out. You can say, oh, can I try this one? As long as we're doing it at that time, it's fine. I'm not going to be making bars just for you, but, you know, as long as it's something on the website or something we're planning that quarter, we can do that for you. So I'll send those out to you. And to enter, just go to dgfoffer.com, put in your name and email address, and that's it. You're in the competition. What do you have to worry about? Nothing. So, pretty low commitment from you, pretty big prize from me, and just has to play the odds now, don't you? Also, if you go to Deliciously Guilt Free Chat, which is DGF's um, Facebook page, there's actually a little way you can get more entries as well. Uh, so yeah go check it out you can get some more entries right that's me done really um i'm just gonna ask though something from you if i may would you mind commenting on maybe the uk low carb facebook group or maybe emailing me dan at uklowcarb.com or just engaging in some way because you know what it's hard to know sometimes with this podcast you're putting stuff out there but i don't know who you are So who are you listening? Oh, there's a beautiful fish just beneath me. It's gorgeous. It's huge. Poor things are bread eating. Oh, there's there's three fish beneath me. Yep, they've seen me and they think I'm going to feed them. Poor guys. Anyway, who are you? Tell me. I want to know who's listening because I find when I go to these shows, people say to me, oh, I feel like I know you, but I don't know you. So get in touch. Let me know who you are. Let's be friends, yeah? Because otherwise, you're stalking me and that's weird. No, I'm only joking. Right, have a lovely weekend, everyone. And I'll speak to you all very soon. Bye.